0: oh god damn it you're right
1: <laughs> we can't now though
0: you can <laughs> don't tell anybody that happened Ooh, welcome to thought cops coming to you live from the main streets of neo chicago
1: i am officer kevin I'm Officer Grant. Uh, that that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> I always feel like we should just record the pre-show. We should just be like, oh, oops. And by the way, we've been recording this whole time. I think that's a Joe Rogan move. I think Joe Rogan does that. He's just, they're just like, uh, he's, blah, like blah, he's, blah, blah. he's like he's sort of your are idol. Kind are we, of, are we right? going now? Are we going? <laughs> yeah. Are we are we currently rolling? And he's like, yeah, we're going. This is it. This is the show. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like we, we, we do that. We, we do need that, a Jamie. We need a Jamie, a Jamie, and then we do we do the intro, and then it's like, oh, yeah, uh, how do I talk to you?
0: Speaking of which, Grant, I think there's something you're forgetting to say at the top of the show.
1: Uh, like, comment, subscribe, smash the notification button, ring the bell so you get alerted to new episodes. Do all that, and it makes it so we can keep making these videos every week. And for bonus episodes and more, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops to support the show. And that's
0: fucking right, man. Well said. <laughs>
2: Very well said.
0: We want to get that out of the way at the top of the show, so nobody's confused. Like, where do I go? What do I do now that I'm here? I'm scared. Like
1: the video. Yeah, maybe that's a
0: maybe. Use your fucking head. (laughs) Start with that. Jesus, (laughs) we gotta tell you people to do fucking everything. Uh, I'll do it for you. We have Beetle Moses with us today. How's it going, man? How
2: you doing, guys? Thank you so much for having me on. This is my second second appearance on here. Well, it's actually third third appearance. Third appearance. Second solo appearance. I'm without my my husband. Well, the old ball and chain. The old now, ball you, and chain. Can,
0: now you can speak untethered. I uh, know, untethered, truthful. yeah.
2: Total honest truth, yeah. Uh, I know I mentioned last time that like you guys gave us the podcast bug to begin with, and now uh, we're, we're... And now
1: you've surpassed us tenfold.
2: I, I suppose. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's like we're we're in an interesting phase right now where it feels like we have a very like really dedicated, loyal, like core audience as I'm Mm -hmm. sure you guys have too, right? Like you hit a point where it's like, you've got people that are listening into every show and you see see the same commenters and stuff. And I think like, we're at a point where we're like, we're, we're having ideas for like changing the formula mixing it up. But you know, I I never know if that's the case. I don't know if it's just time, like just sticking with the same thing and letting people find it or, or you have
0: to like kind of be, don't ask us for advice. I don't have any. Well, no, I I do have one piece of advice I can give you is uh, do the show for five and a half years. Don't listen to him. And That's then bad. just rebrand it to season two. That's kind of what we... Well, we did just hit a season two without really I thought I, I, wanted, I thought I saw you guys talking about a season two. and I'm Yeah,
2: like, oh, we, no, we've I mean, had a soft launch, a soft launch yeah. on season two, which entails like a few different things.
0: Like we're, we
2: one of the big things that we're wheeling out i guess i'll give you guys the thought cops exclusive is that i, I we've had a lot of like we have a lot of friends of the podcast now like we you know we do kind of what you guys do where we bring on guests who we think are interesting or fun oh, or you like bring on guests or, who you think
1: you're interesting and you're doing season 2 now what else
2: do you have, <laughs> what else uh, we're green also guns that we're going to be called um uh, Mind Police. <laughs> also, it's about to be the new name oh of the my show. God. But, but oh uh, my God. We, we are we we are going to start wheeling out some episodes, hopefully in the near future, where we're doing sort of like Jimmy Timmy Power Hour moments, where we have like we bring back on some of the guests that we've already had on. Together, you know what I mean.
1: Wait, like, what is Jimmy Timmy Power Hour? I'm her. only familiar with Jimmy and Brian Power Hour. Those mm-hmm. are our friends from a different podcast. Oh, really? They're related, and they okay. also
0: they also steal from us too. Oh, do they? they? All, yeah. yeah, you guys. We're simply, actually very like,
1: influential. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows this. We were the first podcast <laughs> to use a Google. You <laughs>
2: I think that's probably true. Actually, we don't even have one, Uh dude. I, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. What? You guys are my age, right? How old are
0: you guys? Uh, we're, we're a little bit older. Know. Are you? Yeah, I'm 33.
2: That's not that much older. I I would say, you guys don't remember when there was a, on Nickelodeon, they did a combination episode with... Jimmy Neutron and oh. Timmy Turner, like fairly odd parents, where they each swapped oh, universes. I thought
1: that this was some sort of like Opium Anthony type, like no. New York, <laughs> York radio show. Oh, no. Like, like Jimmy Timmy Power. Power Hour? No. no. <laughs> Jimmy
2: Timmy Power Hour was an iconic part of my childhood, I'm sure, and many other Nickelodeon. Were you guys Nickelodeon heads, or were you Cartoon did, Network? I, I dabbled, know. yeah. I dabbled.
0: Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, Toon Disney, if I was really down bad
2: yeah toon disney was all right i mean i was i watched some disney channel but i was never like really big into it i was actually one of these kids my dad he he eased up a little bit as we got older obviously but Mm -hmm. like we were i was not allowed to watch a lot of cartoons that were on cartoon network because my dad said they would like melt my brain basically like i was not allowed to get in yeah kind of well not even the satan thing and it would always be like like the two shows that come to mind, I was not allowed to watch Ed, Ed and Eddie as a kid, which is interesting. honestly smart. I think I'd my think dad probably- just yeah, because they all they like eat boogers on that show and stuff, which is hilarious. But I think my dad walked walked in on my brother and I watching an episode, and he was like, "You're not like you're not watching this." And then the same happened with Billy and Mandy, which which actually cut me deep because at that point I had already been watching. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy for, for a while, for like a year. And then I think it was the same deal. Like he happened to overhear an episode that was especially inane. Did you guys watch that show as a kid? I watched a little that, bit, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It was, it was funny. I mean, it was groundbreaking. Great show. Like, I mean, the animation was incredible. The concept was mm-hmm. bizarre. It was super dark yeah, and twisted. It's a, fun, a fun idea. But some of the jokes are, like, really dumb, like, extremely dumb, you know? And so I think my dad oh, just, like, again, more, like, booger-eating fart jokes, like, mm-hmm. repetitive. Like, I, I think of the episode where Billy was just going, like, He's going like destroy us all, destroy us all, destroy us all and for like 30 minutes like it doesn't yeah. stop. And I'm pretty sure it was that episode that my dad walked into my in the room and he was like you are not allowed to watch. Like he, he couldn't have been like, like uh, it actually
1: dad, uh I learned this on YouTube. Uh Billy stands for the ego and Mandy stands for the superego and uh you know, the gr- is that he's, real? he's the id. Oh, I that's it interesting. Is. I think that God, there's sort imagine- of some but yeah, that's like a uh, oh I'm I'm doing like a philosophy of the Grim Adventures of Billy. Yeah, and that's awesome on YouTube. That's yeah, that's like awesome. can you
0: imagine raising kids now and it's like you're like, you're not allowed to watch that? Well, actually, I saw a video essay on YouTube. I saw it's a like, four oh, hour yeah. long super yeah.
1: patch wolf video. <laughs> really? I mean, I explaining actually, why you're stupid,
0: Harris? I did see like I I knew other parents when I was a kid who mm-hmm. didn't want. Their kids to watch a show, not because it was like offensive or anything, but because mm-hmm. it was like too stupid. Yes, and that I mean, was like, going to like <laughs> m- like melt melt their minds. We
2: did I, grow up in a golden age of like really dumb. I mean, it's interesting even now to see, obviously. Like the media landscape has changed a lot. And I would, if I had kids, I would worry more about them watching content on YouTube because it's way stupider than what's on TV. You don't know what the fuck is new and what. You don't know, right? Because it's unregulated, it's completely unregulated, but it's like, My kid won't even go
0: to the damn toilet anymore. Exactly.
2: But I actually do think that we live in in a time where... (laughs) Exactly. What is that? What is that fucking skimping I don't know. We've talked about it like four times and I still don't know. It's one of those things where I'm almost too embarrassed to ask at this point because it's just going to like age dox me to all of my followers if I'm just like, what is this? I said on this podcast...
1: I said on this podcast, I was like, that's not like a thing you can buy at Home Depot. Yeah, like, like, I, like a literally. Just
2: like Yeah, skibbity toilet, yeah. Skibbity toilet. Everybody, all, everybody's talking about that shit. And people, I see people talking about it online that, you know, it's, I, I, I used to do this a lot more and I still do it, like, subconsciously where I'm reading somebody, you know, somebody's tweet or a post online and I immediately assume that, like, they're my age. And, like, I... Have come to terms with the fact that it's it's just not true. Like so much yeah, of Twitter yeah. is so that's, much younger that's smart. than art, which is weird to think about. But uh, yeah, but oh, but we did grow up. I think in an era where it was way more appropriate for like really asinine, dumb cartoons to be allowed on TV. Cartoon Network, especially, was really trailblazing. Yeah. Like the stupid cartoon. Yeah, I will we, say,
1: I will go back and rewatch like episodes of SpongeBob and be like, "This is like genius." yes. I don't yes. like this is like heady next level 100%. shit. Like. The the type of shit, but I I do feel like Ed Ed and Eddie will give you ADHD yeah. <laughs> if you watch
2: too much of it. Like yes. I know that
1: you can't get it that way, but I think you can.
2: With <clears throat> yeah, that show. I mean, there were shows that were openly like really graphic and and stupid. Like Ren and Stimpy was one that comes to mind. That like even as an adult, yeah. you can watch those episodes now, and they're like. Properly disturbing, like that was the one I was not
0: allowed to watch as a kid. I I was allowed to watch The Simpsons, but I was not allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy.
2: I get it, honestly. Like The Simpsons, even though it does deal with adult themes, it's like PG thirteen. It like exists within certain parameters, but Ren and Stimpy was so off the rails that it like I could understand parents being like, I just don't know what to expect. From yeah. this show. Like, yeah. I
0: vividly remember that intro coming on and just like knowing my one of my parents would be like <laughs> over the shoulder, like, nope, nope. <laughs> Turn it no, off. Yeah. Isn't it's, there
2: something weird with the creator of Ren and
0: Stimpy? Yeah. is he oh, like yeah. a
1: CP guy? I think
2: he was yeah. getting into some a lot of stuff, uh, grooming or something like that. Yeah. Which I you think can, what, you what did tell. my
0: parents know? What did they, they know knew, that I, right. I no they one else? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it's like that's uh that's the joke that people were pulling back when like All these accusations came out about Marilyn Manson being, you know, like not really a cool guy behind the scenes and doing some not okay stuff to some of his like groupies and fans. And people were like, all of those Christian moms in the 90s were right about him all along because they were like, this man's the devil. And You know, it's like like like, a stop clock
0: is once or right twice a day. How the fucking phrase goes?
2: Exactly, exactly. Uh I hate that phrase, though. I feel like it gives so much credence to just, like, people who are like, never, right? Like, like, the most so evil stupid. people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, every once in a while. You never know. Bound, it's, Bound to be right about something. it's
2: funny you mentioned Spongebob, though, because that was another one that... It's funny, I didn't I didn't consider my dad to be really strict growing up, but as I'm talking about it now, I'm like, maybe my dad was kind of strict, but he was he didn't let me watch Spongebob at first, too, and then I ended up watching it against his will, like I just had it on, <laughs> and it was so funny <laughs> That I actually confronted him and I was like, You should really, like, as, as like a. Yeah, I, yeah. Think I was like you to a, reconsider. Yeah, I think I was probably like nine or 10, and I was like, You really should watch it. Like, it's funny. And I think he did watch some, and he was like, Okay, green light. Like, he gave well, he, I was allowed yeah. to watch SpongeBob, and that's still like a f- favorite of mine. I love that. I show. remember trying it's to It's like do a that surrealist masterpiece. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's
0: like being a kid and trying to convince your parents, like, Okay, hear me out. <laughs> You yeah, know, give the, the, give was like the, the original video I say was just like convincing. <laughs> Listen, this is what SpongeBob is an underrated masterpiece. here's yes. 90 minutes of me explaining why.
2: Yeah, we ki, kids invented like the idea of Shark Tank way before that aired on TV. It's yeah. like walking into the room with like a PowerPoint presentation about <laughs> yeah, why. We, leave it I should a bunch be to allowed. leave
1: it to a bunch of capitalists to take the idea and make it worse. It's, you know, uh,
2: it's so true. Oh, so true. Mark
1: Cuban on this show. Oh, cool, great. I know like, he knows. A a lot of things, I'm
2: sure. The I love the only one that I love on that show is uh i just because I I just think he's hilarious. Is Mr. Wonderful the fucking? uh He's the only guy I hate. The bald on one. Show. I can't I do it. love I, that guy because he's like he leans into it. Like he like is he's like a fucking ham about it. Like I feel <laughs> like Mark Cuban really doesn't want to be seen as a television personality. I think he wants to be seen as like a, he billionaire even wants to be like the the people's billionaire and right it's like no you don't get to do both no you can't be yeah but i think that's why i love that guy mr wonderful because he's like he doesn't give a shit like he just does it for the you character should,
1: are you on are you on tiktok at all uh not really not these okay, days. well if you're not then uh don't heed my advice but he is a <laughs> he has a tiktok channel and he oh will really? just he will just go on there and just be like People that work from home—they don't work for me. They're losers. Get out of your pajamas, and he's just like rage bait. To he's, it's like just rage rile bait. up
2: Gen Z. Like
1: I don't think he even yeah. cares. I'll he doesn't be honest. care at all. A character—it's
2: totally a character. I really think that he's underneath all that. He's just a big teddy bear but i think he loves doing that shit to just get people really like pissed off. he just
0: loves being a heel
2: he's like i know i never. He probably
0: hates me by default but i want to see how far i can take this yes
1: and i actually appreciate he did run for politics though up in canada did he really maybe he
2: is like a bad guy oh maybe he is i don't know anything about that all right you know people at home viewers at home if kevin o'leary has really done some fucked up shit to you that i don't know about I'm sorry. I just think he's funny on Shark Tank. He's the one that makes me LOL. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: that's fair. Well, speaking of uh, LOL, uh, Kevin wrote a question on here. It says, uh, mm. what made you want to be a long boy? I
0: said, <laughs> long, weird. I said long boy, first mm. of all. And that <laughs> actually leads me into my topic because oh, right, yeah. Harris, you made a comic. And normally you're one of these guys, you put out the three panel ha ha funny comics. And then all of a yes. sudden you're like, I got an idea for a long form comic. Yes, and that's what I wanted to ask you. What made you want to be a long boy? Like, what did, were you just tired of the <laughs> setup and punchline?
2: Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm certainly not tired with the short comics. I still have a, a well of ideas. Well, not a well, but like I get ideas. Well, Actually,
0: you know what, Harris? On that Go note, ahead. listen. I know maybe you got you're making a lot of comics. You're probably running out of ideas. Maybe you need one. Okay, let's hear I, it. I had an idea for something the other day. Uh-huh. I don't draw comics. You uh, could. I, I thought I, this is the one I thought of, and I'm like, maybe I should. And then I thought of it, and I, I thought of it like in your style, so like the, the three panels. Okay. And I just want to pitch this to you and you let me know what you think. Okay, okay? let me hear it. Okay, so it's a doctor and a patient in a, in a doctor's office. And the guy's like, up, yeah, hilarious, relatable, <laughs> everybody can love this. Everyone's been there. Uh, the doc, the guy goes, uh, doc, I'm sad. You know, it's kind of a parallel of like the Pagliacci. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. And then the doctor says, treatment is simple. Great. Clown Pagliacci is in town. Go and see him. That's panel two. Okay. I was talking to him. Here's the kicker. Uh huh. Panel three, the guy is in an insane clown posse concert, and Pagliacci's on stage, like dressed in the Fago and like, or like all the clown makeup, like shooting Fago on the crowd. And the guy's like rocking out in the crowd, having a good time. He's happy. Yeah. That's it. Like he really, not bad. Like
2: he actually really did need it. Like rather than like, like it actually (laughs) was a good diagnosis by the doctor. Yeah, that's really funny. Do you know, do you know actually that like I was like, like as you were telling that story, I thought what you were going to say was the punch. And that's a great, that's a great, it's going in the notes. Unless I really (laughs) do think. I really do think you should draw that if you, well, to if you it. want to draw Well, if you decide to, I'll
0: tell you it. the same thing I told Cheesy Manfredo when he was on the show. Cause I had a joke and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna draw that into a comic. I'm like, You better put my watermark on that. Oh, uh, the watermark?
2: Okay. And, the wa- and
0: for the record, the watermark is the, you know, the Weinstein logo, the W. Yes. It's that, but it's like a KP for my initials.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: And yeah. It's a- it, like
2: airdrop me that and I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'll, I gotta
0: make it first. But yeah, ma- make
2: <laughs> one of those and I can make that yeah. happen. But you, you know, you guys know, I mean, I don't know if you've tuned into any of my streams but it's kind of my shtick at this point that I'm trying, yeah, to, yeah. trying to get people to draw so like if you have an idea I th- I think it's a great idea to, dude, to, the to other, draw the other day,
0: like I just got I just like I'm busy a lot of times lately and the other day I actually did see your stream go up and I mm-hmm. thought about that comic I'm like damn I should get in there man I gotta get in you should get in you there know? I
2: mean dude like the whole thing uh, is I mean We were talking about AI before. Wait, hang on. I have like two different things I want to tell you. First of all, what what I thought the Pagliacci joke was going to be was that setup where the doctor's like, oh, you should go see Pagliacci. And rather than the guy being like, but I am Pagliacci. It turns out that the doctor is actually Pagliacci, and he's like, dude, this is the easiest money ever. Like, he's literally just like <laughs> yeah, running be good a too. fucking But like a the starving ICP. artist. Like, I got nobody's coming to my shows. <laughs> yeah, literally, he's like, go, go see. Yeah. Me. I like Pagliacci. He's like, dude, easy money. But anyway, what, uh, when when I started the streams, I kind of had this little mo in mind. It's gotten a bit loosey goose, and I haven't. I don't talk about it so much on the stream now, but my streams are like art classes and mm-hmm. part of it was we were talking right before we started recording about like AI, which is like what everybody's talking about, like all yeah. the time it feels like. But, uh eh, but like, I think there's a lot of artists on Twitter, especially that want to like, you know, poop their pants and boohoo and beat their fists about how angry they are that people like, like I can't believe people use AI art. And it's like, yeah, the people that use it are just, a, it's a specific brand of person. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to ever get through to these people. There's no reason. But what, right, what you, right. what you are doing, in my opinion, a lot of these artists that love grandstanding about AI I don't like AI art. I mean, I don't think it looks good really. I think it's kind of like corny and soulless, but whatever. That's besides the point. Technical technical ability wise, you can't argue that it's bad because it can draw what you want it to draw. It draws it like pretty realistically and in a pretty yeah. variety you know, varied styles. I think, but, especially in terms of application,
1: like I know a lot of people are using AI for like LinkedIn headshots, and it's just like, yeah, great, like go for what? it. Like, Sh- what? I mean, that's interesting. I mean, like, I yeah, because feel it's like, just like if you have like a picture of yourself, but it's like, oh, if I was only wearing a suit and I had a nice looking
2: background, it's just like, yeah, here you go, and it just it, like, that, doctors it, it a little. Okay. That is interesting because I still feel like you can kind of detect AI art, like it, like AI portraits,
0: because <laughs> yeah, they're but a if you're glossy. only getting like a
2: thumbnail. Like, I guess in a thumbnail, you wouldn't uh, know. Yeah, like, I, if
1: you zoom in, you might be like, oh, that's an airbrushed person. But yeah. you're, missing, you're
0: missing an ear.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a weird. Or you have like two earlobes or some Here, random like Six yeah. fingers. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, I mean, at the time of us recording this, we can be like, ha ha, AI yeah. doesn't look, it doesn't look anything where it looks stupid. And then what's going to happen yeah. is like, in a month, it's going to look like damn near exact. But the whole thing is. When when I started the stream, I was kind of like, okay, maybe the right, way, maybe the wrong way to deal with this is to try to fight with every crypto head AI bro on Twitter, which is you've already lost. I mean, you've already lost. That's like ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And rather it's than like that, pissing into the wind. Exactly. There's just no reason for it. But rather than that, you could just try to encourage people who are you know maybe never have drawn or are just starting drawing or even if they're like pretty far down their path, but they've lost their way because they're not making money doing it. And, you know, now they don't enjoy it anymore. Like you could encourage those people to just draw for fun, you know, and have fun because that's like, that's really what we want people to be doing is just drawing, you know what I mean? And like expressing themselves, you don't, you don't using AI is not a creative outlet. And I think that's what like, for some reason it doesn't feel like all of the artists that are grandstanding against it, None of them are making that point that it's like everybody wants to be like this looks bad or this is stupid or you're stealing jobs from people. It's like they don't the, those AI guys don't give a shit. But you're missing the point. It's that actually create being creative is fun and good for you and good oh, for the yeah, soul. Yeah, totally. You and know like what I mean? AI
0: is not really being like I feel like I've heard a lot of arguments from people who are like actually it is creative because you have to like think of a prompt. It's like Mad Libs. It's like that's not really creative. It's not
2: creative, right. and you don't and like, get drawing same...
0: will always be creative, and like you're, I feel like people like to stretch that muscle like of their brain.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean we're at a point right now where like it, it's interesting. We aren't seeing the same like fight about it online, really. But I think that musicians already are in a stage where there's they like the music uh Industry is so shit right now. It's been shit forever, and they're just used to it, so it's kind of it doesn't matter. But it's like, I mean, we're definitely at a point that we could be making just AI generated pop hits like every day, just churning them out, never pay a musician again, and yeah. flooding the radio with AI trap bangers. You know what I mean? I, I, easy, like easy. I mean, that like we're we're well beyond that. We, they they had programs that could do that five years ago. You know what I mean? But it's like. We people still want to be musicians and it doesn't really seem like people are fighting back against uh, AI musicianship. So why are we like, why are artists so scared of AI? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Taking, taking their jobs and taking their souls when it's kind of like, well, don't you trust that people want a certain level of authenticity from their art? Like, just like they want it from their music. Like, why would that you know what I mean? Like I've never once cons- considered s- like, oh, I got to stop making comics. I should become a plumber because there's no money in comics. You know what I mean? It's like I mean I sure. I wonder if like there's a certain level to that where like some of those battles
1: have maybe already been kind of fought a little mm-hmm. bit because like for music, you mean? Yeah, for music and like specifically because there has been a number of wars over like the use of autotune and like you know, oh, using yeah, yeah. like certain like uh, flex tools that like if something is not perfectly in time, you can sort of just like move it over a little yeah. bit and shit like that. And it's like, that's been kind of happening for a while. And I think that like, you know, um when T-Pain was using a lot of auto-tune and everyone was like, you ruin it. Like, I guess Usher told him like, you ruined music. And he was like, heart, bro. He's like, I did. I ruin music. Right. And then yeah. it's like. It it sort of, like, came back around when it's like, oh, T-Pain can actually sing. It was like the the NPR Tiny Desk concert. It's like, oh, he can actually sing. Right. Oh, he was just using it because he thought it was cool. Yeah. Oh, nobody fucking cares. And, you know, that sort of yeah, thing. Where yeah, it's just yeah. like, it, it's that's, all, like, these are all just tools, you know? And it's yeah. that's the An way that you use. Yeah, the way that you use tools and shit like that and, like. I think that a lot of musicians at this point are sort of, like, aware of the fact that it's like, yeah, my producer's probably using auto-tune on me, and they're probably, like, editing shit around and stuff like that, but, like, you know, it's harder to do with, like, I don't know, I guess Photoshop, like, you can Photoshop an image, like, I feel like that's not as... I mean,
2: I've never used, I've never used AI like an art program before for, for any reason. Like I just, first of all, I'm kind of like a monkey anyway. Like I just don't really know how to do any of that shit. But like, I also like, I mean, the only, the only application I could see myself using like an AI art program in the future that would be akin to like T-Pain using autotune for his music to kind of like, you know, get a certain sound or a certain quality to his music, which I think is interesting it's funny, I've never heard that story that Usher told him he ruined music because actually it's like T-Pain actually wheeled in an entirely new era for music and there's actually a lot of artists that heavily use autotune that I that I like, you know what right, I mean? That I think right. sound really good. But also it's not like... I don't think it's... In some ways it's dominated the music industry because the biggest pop hits all use autotune even if you don't know that it's using autotune. They're, well, yeah, because it's, it's like the, the...
1: Like how how much you crank certain variables like you can have it like you know just sort of like smooth things out (laughs) you're a little out of pitch or you can crank it to the max and like sing out a pitch on purpose and then it sort of like keys you into like whatever chord or whatever like key change you're in or whatever the fuck yeah i I mean
2: i and i and it's funny because i think like i mean like i actually like future as a rapper (laughs) like the rapper future and like he uses auto tune like crazy. He like turns it up, and he's not even really singing. So it just sounds like that warbly, like right. You sound like a robot, sound, man. He sounds like a Everyone robot. Everyone
1: to sound
0: like a
2: robot, but it sounds cool. But the other thing is that like, but nobody also, wants to be a robot. Nobody right? wants to be a
0: robot. Well, that that's a good point, though. I think that kind of rounds it all <laughs> out. Is because people like that. It's a tool. Like mm-hmm. auto tune is a tool. It's not replacing musicians, right. Yeah. people are worried for like artists and writers and stuff that ai is going to not just be a tool but will replace them entirely. Yes. I think yes. that's the, the difference maybe in Yeah, AI. that's the
2: difference. And and I mean like what I think I would use maybe an ai like art program for is just to sometimes I mean I still use visual references using like google images like when I need a person in a certain pose or like mm-hmm. something like that. I use it I use it a lot, you know what I mean? I have to look sometimes at a uh, picture to know how to draw something and a lot of the times i end up taking pictures of myself like i have a lot of photos of myself doing wacky poses or expressions because i need a visual reference right yeah and i might if i had if i i've never done it but like i could see myself maybe using one of those ai generative like image programs to like find a source image to to use as a drawing reference like I don't think that they look good, so I would never use it as a replacement to my own drawings, Mm. but it would be helpful. Like, if I had a really specific thing in mind that I needed to draw to be able to look at a reference of like somebody in that position, would be helpful. And, and what I will say is that I have used Chat GPT recently because somebody, I didn't know how to use it until somebody showed me, but I've used Chat GPT really recently to, um, as an artist, like to, for business questions. Like I ask them okay. like, I'm having trouble yeah. doing A, B, and C. Can you recommend, you know, D, you know D, C, and E or whatever, D, D, E, and F or whatever. And like that, that's a use of AI that I as an artist have benefited from. Like it's given me a lot of like, not ideas for my actual art, but for the business side of things, how to promote engagement with my audience, like how to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how to get people, we were talking about Druzy, you know what I mean? Like Yeah,
0: yeah, and I do want to get to that too. Yeah, yeah, we started talking,
2: we started talking, (laughs) and then we kind of immediately veered off. I had to pitch
0: you my fucking comic,
2: but but that's the thing is that I've uh, no, you had a great comic idea actually, it was good, but I I mean that was the thing is that like I I love drawing, but I'm a terrible salesperson, and I'm not really a great businessman. So like having in the club, yeah, well there you go, and so like having a tool like that. I don't know if you guys have ever used Chat GPT, but I literally gave it like a very specific. I've one. used it for resume writing. Resume I
1: writing. I just I only know business. AI as, as in so as, far chat as it like goes to like oh LinkedIn shots and right. resume writing. That's see, all I know. It's like it yeah. will
0: always replace people's jobs somehow, and it's like you know there there are people's jobs who do write resumes for you, but then if you have Chat GPT, it takes that away from them. I think we just I mean, need UBI. Universal I mean this 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 does, mm-hmm. this does play
1: well into uh Marx's theory of alienation that uh the workers are alienated from their product by means of uh you know having their wages taken by the capitalist and the capitalists themselves are also alienated from the labor that they could be doing instead they're uh not they're that just collecting good. that money and that I we're all alienated from each other that so works, yeah, guy. perhaps we just get rid of money and also the state and uh we, I think we'd be fine I after that. I think we'd that, be doing you know, okay. Yeah.
2: Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I would highly recommend uh, uh, anybody listening artists at home, podcasters at home, you guys if you haven't done it. I literally was on ChatGPT and I'm like I am a web comic artist with, you know, like I like whatever with like I make these types of comics. Or with druzio I was like, I just wrote like this sci-fi long-form comic, but I've never made one before, and I'm not sure how to market it to my audience. What's a way that I can like get people interested in it? And it gave mm-hmm. me like fucking like literally 13 reasons why. Like it, gave, it gave me like a like a list oh, you're of like kill yourself. Yeah, exactly, it gave me like a list of things. Like here are all the things that you could do. That- like
0: uh and and it was actually yeah it wasn't really like best of reference <laughs> I was gonna say like what if Chad GPT like is writing peoples suicide notes I mean that has it has could to, be. It it could be. Has to I mean
2: that's kind of the concept in her where they're writing like uh you guys have seen the movie her yeah yeah it, where his job is like he's writing like really heartfelt like messages between like loved ones that he has no way of knowing but yeah yeah kind of crazy i will say
1: though uh i have heard some horror stories uh if you are working on anything creative do not enter it into chat gpt to be like Ah. here's the first chapter of my novel please write the rest oh yeah Uh, because then it takes the rest of it and then it'll just shoot it out to everybody
2: that's this is mine now Yeah, exactly. No, I know. I mean, I would, I definitely would use caution, right? Like, I don't, I don't give away anything like really serious, but like for little things like that, it gives good advice. And honestly, yeah, generic advice, generic advice, like business advice, things that are like really quantitative. And I mean, honestly, a lot of the times I don't want to have to type in, how do I market my comic? reddit into google and then like you know what i mean like that's like how you it's like the only way to google search specific questions
1: honestly i do the same thing i noticed that recently too is like i'll google something lately and i will just get like a hundred different hits of just like i i can't sift through all this i read it and then it's just like someone on reddit has the answer like I, I don't know how Google like seems useless now yeah it kind
2: of I don't know what happened and, and people blame it honestly AI I for think it's that. it's AI it's people a- blame AI which I think is there it is possible but I think it's like it's the other side of what we're seeing right now with this generation of AI where Instagram and Twitter is so overrun with bots it, the companies are run by bots. They're also their primary user base is bots right. and it just we're, we're, going to char-
0: like, we're going to charge everyone a small amount every month to make sure like, to the Oh my I god, man. Geez, geez, I
2: really hope he does this it. I gonna,
0: really hope honestly, he does
1: Honestly, I that'd be the best thing for It'd be the, the website. Best thing. Um, best thing for everybody. I, I, you know I also what, think,
0: I, I'm I'm done being defeatist about Twitter. I kind of I kinda of like Twitter. And you know what? I kinda of don't like what's going on with it. I know it's bad, it's toxic, and a whole lot of other shit, mm-hmm. but like yeah, like, you know, what the fuck is... You can't post your shit on Blue Sky and expect the same thing. Yeah, no. You you need Twitter, and it's... And I think,
2: like, uh, you, you do reap what you sow. Like, the people that were seeing the worst replies... Like, the people who were getting the worst replies... Sorry, but it's it's like political commentators from any side of your left or right or whatever you are. Mm-hmm. You're just though that you those reply sections are a cesspool. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Because that that's that's the worst. But like honestly, on Twitter, I don't really get negative replies that much these days. Like not even as much as when I first like I see a lot of shit that I don't like on Twitter, but it's not really in my circle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess so, you're so, right. You know it, what I mean? It a happens. Whole like
0: blue check thing. It's like the. The fuck is that Doctor Seuss book with the the snee? It's not the Sneeds, but the oh, sneeches the or whatever. sneeches, yeah. The, have well, some way. have the star bellies and some do not. Yes. Fucking it's like, pay Go. for the star belly. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, Doctor Seuss. Sorry. Didn't we cancel him? Did he get canceled? I don't want to get into it. Um, I, oh, the the Google <laughs> SEO thing. Um, I I think the part of the problem is that all these websites are super optimized and they have mm. no content. I think that that's a problem with like Google page ranking and shit like that. Is that like, definitely these big companies know how to like SEO the shit out of their website, but you read the website and it's like, I, this followed like whatever protocol to so much of a T that there's no
2: information on this page. So I can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I think I'm pretty. Lucky I get. I don't know. Maybe I should knock on wood, but I will say that because I have like kind of an unusual online handle, like it's an unusual combination of words that I haven't had to do any like search engine optimization to try to like get my shit to pop up. Like if you Google Beetle Moses. I'll my shit will be the first stuff to yeah, pop up. You also nice. don't have
1: like a website where you're like running ads and trying to like sell people. And That's ad true. Money, which is like why it's why the state of things are in such a disarray. So you took your idea and you, you entered chat uh-huh. business plan. And then what happened is uh it, it, Went all the way back in time to like six and a half years ago, and uh that's how we got the uh, idea to start this podcast. Ah, uh, and so we that. wanted to have you on to uh, market it, actually. market the so idea. Weird this roundabout helps. way that that happened, like that. Yes, so tell uh, us about it.
2: Yes, yeah, so so yes, to answer your que- your question from a while ago, Kevin, I think you're asking me what what made me decide to do the the long form comic yeah, and. For Druzy, uh, which long. I which I just finished like about a m- month and a half ago. Basically, it's like when I finished it, and uh, and it's up it's up on my website. You, you can check it out there. You can read it. It's it's about fifty pages long. It's a very, uh,
0: very interesting comic, very unique.
2: Thank you, thank yeah. you. I uh, I I had the idea pretty early on during my Beetle Moses like stint. Like when I started, you know, like coming up with ideas, I had the idea. And was like, felt, I just procrastinated. Like I was like, I'm not equipped to do this right now. You know what I mean? But since I've had the idea and since I've started posting comics almost daily, like since becoming a comic artist became my mm. full-time job, I've probably drawn like, I don't know, like 1500 hours. I mean, I've like drawn like an insane amount, more more in the last year and, you know, it's like a year and some change than the rest of my life combined easily. I mean, I'm just like constantly drawing now, which is great because it's what I've always wanted to do. But I also sure. have seen a lot of improvements in my own you know, abilities and also in my own confidence. Like even if there's something that I've, I may not feel comfortable drawing, I'm like, well, like, let me just give it a go. You know what I mean? I've drawn a lot of shit that I, for the first time now, so why not mm-hmm. try something new? And then basically uh, there was a little bit of, a, it was a little bit opportunistic, but there was a, uh, there's an indie comic publisher that was running for the first time. It was basically shared on Instagram. I saw some, one of my other uh, mutuals and a, also an amazing comic artist who I would love to actually see you guys talk to. He's really funny. This guy, Alex Crocus. I don't know Dude, if you follow
0: I, I, him. I, me and him have known each other since we were kids. Are you serious? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I know Alex. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I, remember,
1: I remember Kevin pointed out, he was like. Oh, dude, uh, my friend is on uh,
2: Cold Cuts. Oh, that's crazy. dude! Yeah, what, yeah, what a small world. Dude, I I mean, I, Alex is the man, and he's also been yeah, a very, that. very good... You should yeah. totally bring him on. When we had him on, he was a great guest. He's super funny, and I think... Uh, it would round also- out our uh,
1: our episode stint of having only comic book artists. Yeah, oh, yeah no, the third dude.
2: Third in a
0: row, yeah. <laughs> Look,
2: man, comics are fucking... Comics aren't going anywhere. Comics are very comics in. Are I fucking feel like great, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of really good comic artists right now. And I think actually we're in a wave. And I'm not even including myself in this list. I'm just like, now I'm, what I'm seeing is that web comics were in really dire straits for a while. There was a lot of really samey. Bad, like kind of bad material that you know what I mean? That was just like this is what a web comic needs to look like. We all need to draw. I think it peaked with that, uh, with loss. I think that that was one I remember. Really <laughs> uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just like there was a really certain type, especially it was like relatable comics. That's what really became like the zeitgeist of web comics, which was so played out and so tired and lame. And now I think all of a sudden. In the last, like, few years, really, maybe even more recent than that, there is a wave of, like, really unique, awesome web comic and just regular comic creators that are, like, making waves, you know what I mean? That's, Big like, 10. half
0: the reason I'm still on Twitter is because I follow so many, like, comic artists yes. and just, like, other artists and illustrators in general. Yeah. So my feed is, like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, you know? I, and I think people are just getting so
2: creative with it. I mean, some of these people have been doing it for a long time, but like just to name randoms off the top of my head. I mean, I have to obviously shout out my co-host Yolo Swag Studios. Oh yeah, I don't think there's anyone doing it quite like him. And then House of Decline, who I've said I've said to him, and I've also said recently on my Twitter, who I actually believe is one of like. The greatest living comic artist mm. right now. He's like, got I think something
0: like a longer thing coming out too, doesn't he?
2: He does. He has a long piece called Together, which I like. Holy shit, man. I cannot recommend that enough. It is like, I would love to like, get
0: him on here too. Unbelievable. Yeah. House is nothing just, but oops, all comics. H- House is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. Honestly, yeah. yeah. House is insane.
2: He's just got this awesome outsider, like very stylized uh, art style, but also just like great ideas behind it. I'm like, very much like, um, how do i express this it's almost like 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 i have i have this personal deep competitive feeling about house of decline because he's mm. he's really good and his shit is so funny and so immediately recognizable but it's like i don't even really think he considers he thinks of me the same way you know what i mean I don't it's even like think of the, you. yeah literally <laughs> i literally think it's like cause it's like the new york mets hate the yankees they're like Fuck the Yankees, and the yeah, Yankees yeah, don't yeah. give a shit about the Mets, and it's like I literally think it's like that, but it's it's just like he. We're definitely have like the same graduating class of comic artists, you know what I mean? We've kind of both sort of gained an audience around the same time, and mm. he is like a crazy inspiration to me. But also Alex Crocus, uh, Anna Laura. I don't know if you guys follow Anna Laura art. I'm like not familiar, I don't she's a, like insane artist, uh, like watercolor. Alex Crocus does watercolor too, but all of those I, I guys like watercolor watercolor, watercolor so might sick. be one of my favorite uh, so sick. like
1: mediums
2: amazing medium not a forgiving medium and to to make like art in to make comics in watercolor is extremely unique and i mean anna laura is such a master of like color and concept and insane like unbelievable amount of adoration for all those guys that i just named but like what's also great about all of them is that like I'm forgetting people too. Obviously, there's a lot of great ones, but the none of them are anything like each other. You know, they're totally, totally different. You yeah, that, never that's a good confuse point. you'd never confuse a House of Decline comic for an Alex Crocus comic, for a YOLO Swag comic, for an Anna Laura comic, for a Beetle Moses comic. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got mm-hmm. their own thing, which is great. And I and like I think that is sort of new because there was sort of a box that everybody was falling into for a while on the internet like trying to this is going to be my viral hit you know this is what it has to look like Um, I (laughs)
0: feel like back, back in my day with like web comics like it was all about like I'm the gamer guy, and this is my gamer friend, <laughs> yeah, and there's a yeah. and there's a hot chick who lives with us, too. And we all, Love like, she, that. guess what? She likes games, too. That, Love that. I like uh, That's
1: why I like Kibi's comics so much, because it's a Yeah, yeah like Kiwi's that, really funny. Which is funny. Like, it up hilarious, because like, I think
0: he was, like, born, like, after that even happened. So oh, like, funny. He's, like, yeah. so fucking young. Ki- Kiwi, Kiwi is super fucking funny.
2: Oh, and Flork, Flork of Cows is another one who's, like, insane. He's been doing it for longer, for sure, but, like, all those guys are super funny, and uh, yeah, I like I love seeing like I love seeing all of these guys get a ton of the attention that they deserve. And anyway, all this uh, anyway, this is all a tangent. Alex Croak posted to his Instagram story that this one particular indie comic publisher was running open submissions for the first time. If you had a comic that was a self-contained idea and your own work, not containing any like property that's you know. Superheroes or DC or whatever, right? Uh, you could submit it to this comic publisher, and they would consider it to to print. And I had this idea. Is for that Silver Dr- Sprocket? It is Silver Sprocket. Okay. Yeah, it was the one. And I I had this idea for Druzy, um a while ago. And at this point, when I saw that, I had like penciled because you guys know I draw everything in my handy dandy notebook, and then I had pencil sketched you know, like the first, maybe like 11 or 12 pages. And then when I saw that, it was like, oh, that's going to be in the month of August. And I saw it in like June. And I was like, all right, I'm getting this shit done. I'm doing it. Like I, I got to get it done. And so I did, that was my like driving force to get it done before the end of August. And um, I mean, deadlines are good for that type of shit. It helps. Yeah. Especially because I'm not disciplined. My time management is shit. My organization is shit. Like it's, Only easy for me to really get tunnel vision on something if somebody's like, this is the deadline. You know, you're gonna miss it if you don't hit it. And so so it pushed me to finish it, but I also really wanted it to be good. You know, I was like, okay, this is the first time I'm finishing like a long form piece, Mm -hmm. and I want people to believe that I can do it. You know, I want to prove to myself that I can do it too. So I really wanted to like round it out and make it like a like a piece that I was really proud of. And it came out I'm, pr- I'm proud of it. I mean, I'm proud of myself for finishing something that long because it's the longest I've ever worked on a creative project of any medium. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you guys know, like, I do some painting too, but I've never worked on yeah, a painting yeah. for as long as right. I've worked. I worked on Druzy. And so, like, and I really tried to get all the details, like, you know, like, just how I wanted them. Like, I selected mm-hmm. the color palette from a painting that I really uh, like.
0: yeah, I saw that.
2: Yeah, th- yeah, I, that was, like, that was actually that, not the idea to do that, but to share that on my story was from Chat GPT because I was trying to get oh, okay. people interested and they were like, show some behind the scenes. Like you know what, I got to give it to them. That
0: was a good idea because I, I thought that that like... it Got to hand it to you them. You know what, AI yeah. is all right. No. Yeah, no, I thought... I, it was, I, I saw that and I was like, that actually is like, a, it makes people feel like they're like a little bit like of an inside part of the process. Yes. It also makes your comics seem more unique because it's like most people, it's like, well, most people probably don't put this much thought into their comics, but look what he did. Yeah, you know? yeah they, which right, they probably right. do, but they like, probably we do don't see I, that. Yeah. yeah, I think
2: it's common for people to use a swatch, like have a you know, like like swatches and art where they're like, these are going to be my colors, so that I'm not like you know, do, do like you want it to have some sense of unity, and mm. so that's how it started. Like I was like, let me find like a piece that has a lot of really vibrant colors, that especially with a lot of greens, because. Jersey takes place in a jungle setting. So mm-hmm. I needed something that was very like forested like that. And it ended up working out really well. Like I'm really happy with how it came out. And uh, I submitted to Silver Sprocket and actually like a handful of other indie comic publishers just to be like, yeah, let me just throw it at a bunch of these guys. And all of them have like a turnaround time. They're like, if you haven't heard from us in six weeks, you know, Thanks, but sorry, it ain't ain't happening. And that, and it's been about like four weeks, I think. So, like,
1: that's nice
2: of them. Yeah. That
1: other people had that consideration. So, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: So it's not, it's not Jover, but even if, even if it doesn't get selected, I mean, it's the type of thing that, like, I'm really happy that I have it under my belt. It's something that I'll continue to shop around for a bit, but I'm also now, I'm kind of in the process of starting to write what I'd like to be my next long piece and um yeah like now I kind of feel invigorated by the idea of a long piece rather than like oh god all right let me try to get this done and um and also just because like I like the idea of branching out doing other things you know what I mean you guys are creative so you know how that
0: feels is like oh, yeah I'm a creative.
2: <laughs> You're creative. you guys are creative. Podcasting is creative yeah. talking it's like uh creative writing, I-, I do though, think it your- is you know
0: I-, I feel like there's like this habit that podcasters have like in most shows I listen to, where they kind of talk down about podcasting. Dude, this is the fucking easiest job <laughs> in the world, this and that. And they're not totally wrong, but like it's, the it's also... the easiest job
1: in the world when you have a big glowing red room in Texas that yields <laughs> you $10 million a Yes,
0: month. Yeah, for the amount of money that they make, maybe it's easy, but I like, would if, maybe for said- the rest of us... <laughs> Who are not? I would maybe making spend a
1: little more time on Wikipedia if I was making that much money. That, that's yeah. True. yeah, a little yeah. more research, do a little
2: basic. I, I
0: really
1: work.
2: don't like that glowing red tube that he's doing that shit in now. Anyway, I know that he no. like probably just thought it was going to be memeable or cool, but I'm like, I really. I get that sense that if I was sitting in there, I would have a panic attack. Like while I was sitting like there. like Kramer when the chicken place
1: opens yeah, yeah. up across the street. From yes, him. Uh, it
2: just is like too. It's too much, and like even his old one at least had like a brick wall and like an American flag. Or something. I was gonna say uh, like one of the older uh, setups
1: that he had had a bunch of like celebrity. Uh, 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 what do you when when someone takes your picture uh, when like you get arrested oh mugshot uh, mugshot he had yes. a bunch of celebrity mugshots he had elvis's mugshot he had rosa parks's mugshot i was thinking it would have been cool if you had donald trump's mugshot oh dude he doesn't oh, have yeah, the mugshot yeah,
2: yeah. wall anymore that would be pretty iconic honestly yeah. yeah that dude that fucking mugshot man i it's like it's we're in such a weird phase right now where like donald trump has just like is just, like, de- degraded, like, disintegrated into this, like, bizarre spectacle <laughs> that I'm almost, like, like, I'm not, I'm not I'm not, voting for him. I don't want him to be president again. But, like, I almost
0: have this feeling that I'm just, like, I almost miss the memes a little bit. Like, he was, so, he's just, he. you cannot deny... The memes were funny. The policy's not
2: so much. No, the policy's not funny. But the man is just a natural, like, he was built for showbiz. Like you put yeah. him in front of a camera and you get content. Like he, mm-hmm. everything he says, most of it, I don't even think he knows what he's saying, but it's just immediately like, did you see this shit about where he's talking about windmills killing whales or something like that? Did you see this
0: <laughs> I clip? did, yeah. It's I haven't seen that yet.
2: I mean, I know I've mentioned this a million times because it's just my, one of my favorite, not just my favorite Donald Trump clip, but like one of my all time favorite videos I've seen on the internet is when he finds about finds out about the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg on his way to the private jet, and they're yep, playing yep. "Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer" as he's like <laughs> walking into the plane, and it's like there,
0: I'm just hearing uh, this for the first time now. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, like this is the first time I'm hearing this. It really, it really was like every was
0: single moment. thing
1: that happened was a moment. It, like uh, I think that that's why, a lot it, of like it feels like those four years lasted like 12 years. It's just because mm-hmm. like every single... The guy couldn't like tie his shoes without being like... Uh, everyone's like, Donald Trump bent over and couldn't reach his shoelace. It's just like...
0: But you know what? Ah, I, know. I, t- I also too much. I like, looking back on it, it's funny, but I remember in the time thinking like, I am so fucking sick of hearing about Trump. Yes, Everything. Yeah. Orange man everything. bad. This and everything yeah. all the time. Yes. It's just like... Is it that you like him? You hate him? Just I don't want to fucking hear about this guy anymore. <laughs> yes. Now we have a new guy we have to hear about all the fucking time. Elon I know. Musk. I no yes, more guys so we have to true. hear about all the time. Please, I, yeah. I really,
2: I'm always really sensitive. I'm easily annoyed by name repetition. If I have to hear the same person's name over and over again, I felt the same way when about kanye when all the kanye shit was going on i was like dude i don't even really care about any of this shit anymore i just need to stop hearing about him i I need him to not not make any more public appearances i don't want to hear anybody talking about him anymore like, I'm done. I'm I done, mean, it, please. There,
1: there definitely was that aspect of like, uh, this is like one of the most popular musical artists of an entire generation, let alone an era, maybe of like a century, you know, mm-hmm. like it was, he's, he's up there. His name is up there. And yes. uh, for him to go like
2: full Nazi. Full Nazi. Like, yeah, like probably the most public, and egregious like racist mental breakdown i think we've seen since and it's worse than this but since kramer had his like bad night at the comedy cellar or whatever yeah fuck, i always kind of compare it
1: to um i made this comparison once uh like bobby fisher you know if you're Who familiar with bobby, that. Fisher? bobby fisher's a uh a chess player from, like, a couple different decades, 70s, 80s, 90s, like, roughly, Um, and, like, mm. in the 90s going into the 2000s, also, like, suffered a tremendous... Like, couldn't be beaten in chess, like, just, mm. you know, like, even after he sort of lost it mentally, people would, like, play him, and they would be like, he got better. He, he <laughs> hasn't played in 10 years, and he's a lunatic, and he got better. Like, I can't fucking beat him. And like he, he just the whole like Jews did nine eleven blah 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 that type of shit where it's like oh he's like lost it lost it
2: like, yeah it it really is crazy and the I mean the worst part I mean it, it, this is not really a funny topic but the worst part about the, the worst part about the Kanye thing is that he really did like totally revitalize this like oh like this this like anti semitism especially in America like I think there were a lot of people who did it just didn't. You know, didn't think really weren't even thinking about the Jews, which is like pretty much how it I would prefer things to be. Like I like I don't need you to be considering me or anything like that. And then and then the like the fact that he put this on public display and then it just wheeled in a whole like crowd of people, black, white. You know, of all types of background, internet, Disney's Cuban or Asian, two days of playing, never. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, uh, that just are like, hmm, maybe Kanye is telling the truth. Maybe there is something to this. And it's like, that sucks because that sucks that people would think that because we have known that Kanye has been on like a seven year mental breakdown, like a spiraling, pu- highly publicized mental breakdown. And the fact that this seemed to be possibly the most defining an explosive moment and people are like hmm, maybe he has a point i'm like dude this have you been sucks. paying
0: attention? To what's <laughs> have you been, been watching any of this other crap? Like, I mean, everybody
2: yeah. was everybody was in agreement that he was an insane person up until he started talking about the Jews, and all of a sudden people were like, mm, low-key Kanye might have a point here, and it's like,
0: yeah, come I'll on, man, come
2: on. I, yeah, no, I'm I'm
0: a hundred percent with
1: you. I've never been like a Kanye guy. I never really liked his music. There was a point in time where I was like, let me like listen to it so uh-huh. I can at least whatever. And there's like some stuff that I like, but I remember yeah. just like seeing video interviews of like him on like Jimmy Kimmel and he would just like Kimmel would just sort of like back off and let him like talk and Kanye would just like for like 20 minutes just like be like ranting about like I don't even know what and I'd read the comments and people would be like you know he's spitting facts, and I'd be like, he yeah. hasn't said
2: anything. I it's don't get really it. Weird. Like, yeah, have, have I, I mean,
1: lost the fucking
2: plot? Like, if you say things constantly. confidently enough, it, it, people will just buy into it, and that's what Kanye Kanye is just like overconfident. You know what I mean? He just like says things yeah. like really loudly and brashly. I mean, some- some people like that really are just sort of
1: like Rorschach tests for like the general public. Just like, oh, he said it. I was thinking it. It's like he didn't say anything. Yeah. Same thing with Donald Trump. Anything. Donald Trump could just forget to say a word, and they're like, ah, the word he forgot to say. Uh that's uh, twenty six divided by two times seven in thirteen is nine eleven. He's sending us messages. Is exactly. It's like
2: you're schizophrenic. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, that all like. There is a serious schizophrenia issue, I think, in America oh, I, right I now. I really do I think, think
0: there's a lot of undiagnosed,
2: like a hundred percent. There is people posting, dude. I just got this. Is not really relevant, but somewhat relevant. Do you guys get okay on a scale of one to ten? How bizarre and unhinged are your sponsored like Instagram? stories like when you're flipping um, through stories and you get a sponsored one, would you say it's like Instagram all that much? So. Do you get do you get okay? Cause like I, I mean I'm sure there are people out there that just get like, oh try the new Whopper, you know, at Burger King for a little
1: I get a time. lot of like targeted shit that's like, oh, you were looking at these pants. Do you want to buy them? And it's like, eh,
2: get this on, Dude, I get the most unhinged like people just sponsoring, like paying to promote their own stories. And it just gets pushed to my page, and I think because I keep engaging with them, because I'm just like, <laughs> "There you go." What is this profile? I get more of it, and and right before we <laughs> hopped on, I wish I still had it pulled up. Wait, maybe I can, Maybe I actually can find it because I think I sent it to somebody right before we hopped on. I got a bizarre. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I did. I sent it to somebody, so I do have it. This woman's entire account. I think she's probably like a 50 or 60 year old woman her entire account is just like pictures of Johnny Depp and like weird (laughs) audio tracking. You're not going to be able to hear it, but it was just like a slideshow of Johnny Depp. And it Uh says something like, like, let me, you know, (laughs) like take you on a magic journey or something like that. And then the audio just cuts out right here (laughs) and it's totally silent. And it just keeps flipping through images. And, And, and I was like, I was like, Okay, what the fuck is this? And I went I, to her profile. I don't profile. get these or
0: anything like this. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I don't get.
2: It. I've never okay. seen anything like this. I get. I'm kind of disappointed. Shit.
0: Actually, I kind of wish I got this.
2: I get. I, dude, it's all I get. And so her whole profile is basically just pictures of Johnny Depp or like reels of them. And if I go to the comments, because I thought, okay, this is sponsored, so people are going to be like, "Yo, what the fuck is this, dude?" All of the comments are a bunch of emojis, and it says "beautiful Johnny Depp." <laughs> I like. I love you. Like, let me be your wife. Like just on this random like account, I, I'm like, like, man, I'm that like, stuff is like ever, so this? depressing,
0: dude.
1: Do you ever think like, because obviously a lot of that has to be like some sort of bots? They pick up on keywords, whatever. I've, you know, we we post something on the Thought Cops Instagram and just like twenty comments appear, and it's just like posted okay, on Chicago like, Empire. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. obviously sure, okay. there's there's got to be a lot of bots and shit like that, but like. I wonder to what degree this would be an interesting question for like a person that's a scientist that can craft studies. Um, But like, to what degree do you think that when people interact with enough bots that sort of like, just like reinforce your worldview and shit like that, Mm -hmm. does it just like drive you crazy because you're just like, yeah, everybody loves my Johnny Depp shit. And it's just like, these aren't even people.
2: Yeah. There's a really weird, Hard to define brand of insane person on social media that everyone has seen. And I think is even it's sometimes like there's there's accounts like drill on Twitter that try to mimic this and it's hard to put your finger on, but it's like old person who doesn't really know how to use the computer. But it's also hard to picture that they really behave like this in real life because like right it's so unhinged and schizophrenic. Like the woman behind this like Johnny Depp account, like is this somebody's mom or aunt or is, who is, who is this woman? Is she, yeah? is she who she says she is? Or is it actually like, you know, a Filipino guy who's just running this like, Karma farming account—it just makes no sense
0: to me. Like the whole thing is just honestly, you're better off like not putting any further thought (laughs) even thinking about it. I'm very intrigued by this. It's
2: hard for me not to like think deeper into shit like this because I'm always like who somebody is behind it like what well, I mean, where like does the, this content come from
0: i believe most of it is probably real because there are those guys who re- respond to like porn bots and stuff Love that, and they post right. like selfies or videos of you know like taking photos <laughs> and shit it's like <laughs> right. that's real this is a real no, is a crazy real. person I know. That's real yeah, yeah.
2: There's a lot of insane people out there. I'm gonna start sending you guys more of these, like, because that Johnny Depp thing is nothing. I get like crazy right. shit. I like,
1: get um friend of friend of the show and a uh, close personal friend of ours, Aaron Klopfer, um on TikTok. Uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck he, is his TikTok feed, but it's all like people that should not be on camera. And I will say no more. But it is the the most the craziest looking people, just people with weird. That. Necks and yes. hair and like, just yeah. you look at him and you're just like, oh, the, I guess this person exists. Yeah, and that's just like uh, he just DMs me these videos like every day, <laughs> and it's that. just yeah. like, where do you find that? Like this many people exist that are like this, and they're like exactly. making these weird videos on purpose of like, yes. look at how weird I look, and it's just like there's a whole subgenre of weird circus freak people but there's yeah. no more circuses anymore
2: I know it's crazy and actually I mean you asked me earlier on in the episode if I'm a TikTok user and I don't use it like at all these days but um I did like You want to over... sail the open seas of mental illness that's yeah. where that's
1: why I love it so much No I, I know I mean back in
2: all my free time back in there. 2020 like over like I mean during that time when I had nothing going on like in, right. during covid especially I was on TikTok and I I mean, there is not a more robust algorithm on any social media than the one that you will find on TikTok. Like it is, it it will, it shows you the most insanely specific curated to your preferences material. The darkest corners of your mind. It's bizarre and quickly. I mean, you can spend like a week on the app basically and all of a sudden you are getting these like niche, Like maybe like 12 likes on a video, but it's like something that's like, like your friend sees. Like that's what my feed looked like, like a lot. Like it was like people filming on their Android phone, like really pixely. And they're like, right. Chasing a people upload around, just like or... a like a slideshow
1: of pictures of themselves. Yes. And it's like a user <laughs> with zero followers. Yeah. This video
2: has zero likes. And you're just like, why would you show me this? Yes. I used to get a lot of like like uh I think I even followed this lady that would upload stuff all the time. It was like this really like like sweet looking old black lady who was like a UPS driver or a FedEx driver and would just be taking selfies in her car, but just like, you know like just like cute and it would just be a slideshow of like the same picture of her like six <laughs> times with like music in the background but sometimes she actually had a big accounts, following like
1: yeah sometimes those accounts slap sometimes it, it's just it's someone slapped. doing like weird shit and you're just like ah, i get it i get that this is a thing you know there's a charm to it you're like Ooh, this yeah. person nice, will I, do I, me nice no irony harm.
0: i love this <laughs> yeah it's not even, I,
1: I, the thing no, is, I it's, know. it's, it's just like, like weirdly not ironic. And then people yeah. are just like, yeah, you
2: go. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think it's what's refreshing. And I know that TikTok gets, you know, dunked on because they're like, oh, that one's for kids and it's bizarre and stuff. But actually, I think more so on TikTok than even what you find on any other apps is like you find the most uncurated, insane shit than I think you will on other corners of the internet because it right. has such a large user base and it's so unregulated that it's
1: like it's it's one of those things where like if you're looking for a certain specific type of content don't go there but if you're looking to just like gawk gawk yes. <laughs>
2: You will definitely find it. You will find (laughs) some weird shit there. Unfortunately, the worst part about it's a shame
0: Gawker was already taken. Like Gawker, I know it's true. It would, but it's (laughs) look (laughs) look at these fucking assholes,
1: and it's you, literally.
2: Yeah, fuck
0: them on Gawker. No, no, dude.
2: You know, fucking was it? You guys that told me this. Somebody told. I think you guys told me that Hulk Hogan fucking like destroyed Gawker. Like they're not. Or. I don't remember, that? but that I mean, did, did happen. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know if we talked. about
2: If you it. told me, because somebody one, either, it was either you or maybe it was Zach, but somebody told me that that whole maybe story about awesome. like the scenario of him taking that, taking Gawker. Yo, for all dude. Their yo,
1: Hulk Hogan, man, he destroyed <laughs> Gawker. <laughs> he destroyed it was, Gawker. It was like a Peter Thiel thing or whatever. Oh my God, classic. Dude, everyone, classic. everyone was like celebrating it when it happened, and then they were like, uh, maybe this wasn't good. I don't, I don't know. Absolute I don't care. Take I don't remember it. Who the hell knows? Uh,
2: so Druzy, th- tell us oh, about Druzy. Yeah, let's oh, talk oh. so about Druzy. <laughs> so what about else can Jersey. I tell you? Well, so I'm waiting to I'm waiting to hear back from one of these publishers to see right. if um to see if I can get it in print. I've mm-hmm. had some people ask me if I would just self publish it. Right now, it's available digital download, like I have on my on my site, as I mentioned. But uh, i have really. I'd really like the backing of a publishing company. You know, yeah, I think it just I would that. help. Like I, I would rather one because of my time and energy and also me putting up the money to to pay to produce the books is one thing. But also like I've been an in purely independent artist this whole time. You know what I mean? And which I can't complain. I have like a really supportive fan base, very mm-hmm. engaged. Like it's it's been great. But You want to branch out, though. You want to reach out to other people. Yes, it would feel really good to actually feel like I made some entry point into an industry, the comic industry, the animation industry, the writing, anything, something, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, right now, I'm still doing it all on my own, which is, which is cool. But like, to have the backing of a publisher, especially somebody like Silver Sprocket or any of the other ones that I submitted to is like right. Band of Bards, Iron Circus, like a few others. And like they're all cool comic publishers. You know what I mean? Like there there are some comics that I've picked up in stores in my local comic shops that, you know, I would have never found if I didn't just see it on the shelf there. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. And I bought it and there's some of my favorites. And so it's like I would love the opportunity to be that random artist in a store that somebody finds. And I can't really do that on my own. Or even if I did, it's just like, come on guys, have I done enough yet? Like how much more do you need for me until I can kind of like yeah. get in there? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, hoping for the best, you know, if it doesn't work out there, you know, it's okay. You're doing it, man. Keep up. Uh, yeah. But uh, I am happy with it. So it yeah, I would love if anybody's listening and you haven't read Druzy, Check it out! It's the hardest I've worked on a project. Very happy with it. I think you'll like it too.
0: I don't want to say too much about it, but um, I know Grant and I had a similar observation. Have you seen a cartoon called Primal?
2: I ha- I know of Primal, but I've it's never Adult watched Swim.
0: it. It's Adult
1: Swim. Yeah, like it's I like I think short, right? Is it just one season or two? I think one. there
0: might be two or three. I think we only ever watched the first one. Oh. Mm-hmm. but uh, it's good. It's really good, and like it, they're like both series are like word, completely wordless wordless well, yeah final, maybe less so towards the end mm. but there's just something like refreshing about that because like everything has to be like so dialogue heavy now and yes. quippy and everything like that so there's not a lot of like media where it's just like nature and people or animals or whatever interacting with each other and then it's just you could completely read exactly what everybody's doing or thinking without having to have everybody like explain it to you
2: thanks yeah no i yeah i mean i i I kind of worked that in as like a challenge to myself but not not immediately but it kind of made sense because i knew the characters wouldn't be able to communicate uh so there was not really any need for dialogue and and then i and i was like well i think this is a story because you know i get it's hard to talk about the whole story because it is fairly short and it, there's it's I don't want to spoil anything but I guess like mm, yeah it, it kind of takes the shape of like a fable almost you know what I mean like in where maybe you can pull like a moral out of it if you wanted to but it's sort of just like a uh sh- like a short story beginning middle and end that's kind of like a result of like human nature and right. and, and so like I wanted to be able to tell that story you know as as cleanly and succinctly as possible. But I think by challenging myself to not include any dialogue or exposition or any words in it at all, but even, you know, actually some of the challenges that I faced were during Times where a sound effect may be happening, I had to f- sort of find like workarounds. Like, there's one you couldn't write a big boom. I couldn't write yeah. boom, but there's one. There's one part where like a branch snaps, and it's important that yeah, you hear I, the I, sound.
0: But dude, I, I particularly I love that. I what you thank do. you. Yeah. Like,
2: I, so I, so and rather than writing snap, you know, I like tried to work in a different way to to you know bring that idea. I don't know if it was like super big brain or genius, but it did no, help actually, me. Go ahead.
0: You know what? You did the same thing to something, and I I can guarantee you probably haven't even heard of this, but there is this like old JRPG called Live Alive. I knew it. Or Live Live. Never Alive. heard of it. Never heard of it. It was for Super Nintendo in Japan only, and then they re they remade it, brought it to America like a year or so ago for the Switch. Mm. It's all these different oh. stories of like different eras of time, and you play like these different stories. And there's one that's set in caveman times mm. and there's no dialogue the characters do the same thing you did, where, like, if they... Sometimes, like, they'll be like, ah, ah, like to make a noise, and there's, like, a word bubble with, like, a picture in it. Yeah. Or, like, a little effect or something.
2: That's cool. And that
0: was my favorite part of that game, because yes. it's like, so unique and so refreshing. Yeah, And just, like, I got it. Say no yeah, more. Yeah, and, like, stylistically,
1: it, yeah. it, like, sets you apart from other people that may just sort of conventionally, like, you know, when you create, like, obstacles like that for yourself it's like oh well let me see what i can do that's gonna be different than what other people are doing sort of yeah you know yeah
2: i thought i think like i i wanted to create something like that and also but the trade-off with that is that i really did want to try to focus on within my own wheelhouse because like i'm not the most technically incredible artist but like i I think i'm pretty good at drawing my ideas like just translating them onto paper but i wanted to create it something that was as vibrant and lush looking as possible to make up for the fact that it was wordless, you know, something has to be engaging about mm-hmm. it. And because, because dialogue is going to draw you in sometimes you want to like read it, but uh, it goes to kind of what we were saying. I mean, I don't want to throw shade at this guy, but I do not like this guy's <laughs> web comics. He's extremely established. So it doesn't matter what I say, but sure. the guy, we, all, the, we already know.
0: You're, who, do you know who it is? The, no, I'm, uh, I'm like frothing. i waiting to find out to see if I can emulate them. I don't know who it is.
2: It's a. It's this guy. It's this comic, super popular, called XKCD, which is uh, uh, no never mind. I thought you were gonna that, go after Strange Planet, but uh, yeah. Oh, Strange Planet. I know that one too. He's super established too, but that's a different story. But the but the guy uh, the guy Randall Monroe, I believe, that is sucks. his name. Yeah, he wrote he wrote this this really popular. It was. So it's extremely reddit friendly comic called xkcd perfect yeah which is the whole concept is that it's just stick figures no no stick figures with no facial expressions no movement a lot of the time it's just nothing sometimes it's just their circle like their head and it's all word like everything is just them talking or talking about something and i mean it's one like Awards, like I think the dude won a fucking yeah. Nobel Peace Prize for this stupid Jesus. fucking comic. I, I not, not not literally that, but some insane shit. Like he's it's a, it's been like a multiple. He, he won Reddit award gold. Winning. He won thank like some stranger some IRL. It. Thank you for the gold, kind stranger. Yeah. And I think that not only is that comic just on paper no pun intended totally uninteresting and boring to me and like i don't know who the hell this is <laughs> supposed to appeal to It's it literally I think also literally the, the what's he looks annoying like a reddit guy
0: too Like little characters. it's a little reddit
2: guy, guy. The, the 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 annoying part about it is that its success i think wheeled in this whole generation of webcomics that it's like oh i don't have to make my shit look visually appealing at all if i had just had this stupid Idea. I can just write it out and put it next to the most like
0: yeah bunch basic no and it's yeah. just
2: it's just it's that millennial crap. It's just like dude. And then and it, personally, I'm like, I love being able to translate a comic, even my especially my short form comics, wordlessly. Mm-hmm. Like if you can accomplish something without any words, that's in my opinion, you've written the perfect comic. Basically, you know right. what I mean. Like I think the words are almost like. A crutch, you know. Comics are like a visual medium, and obviously, you need to use words to convey a lot of ideas. And there's a lot of amazing, you know, like comics. Like I just read Sin City. Si- Have you guys read Sin City, like the comic? Uh, I haven't seen
0: the movie.
2: Bro, fuck the movie, dude. I'm telling you, go on ThriftBooks.com. Get yourself for like four dollars a copy of Sin City: The Hard Goodbye, Frank Miller. I'm pretty sure he said some not okay, like maybe like racist shit, like in the recent Less years. Everyone. But it's, but if that's it's everyone. not in the
0: book. Well, I don't give a
2: shit. But but dude, Frank Miller is like he is like the chosen one. I mean, in terms of like comic arts, like in in my opinion, he is just like an unbelievably powerful. Like his art style is just so fucking good. I mean, if you just even Google search like Frank Miller, Sin City, The Hard Goodbye, like that, it is just, it's it was incredible. I'm already like reading it again because mm. of how much I enjoyed it. And it's, it's also wordy. It's like simultaneously, it's a noir. So the internal monologue of the guy is like going on throughout the entire story. But the art is just so powerful that it's like, even after you finish reading the dialogue, you could spend another like full minute just looking at the page, like on its own, just like, how the, right. fuck, how the fuck did somebody draw this? So anyway, like, I don't want to say that wordy comics are don't have any place because I write comics with a lot of words too. But my MO is to make things look as funny or visually interesting as possible. And the words are only there as a vehicle to convey the idea if it needs to.
1: You know what I mean? I was going to say yeah. this earlier, but I think one of my favorite... Uh... One of my favorite things that you do consistently in a, in like a lot of your comics um, is.
0: Uh, oh, we lost. Oh. For a second. Can you hear oh, me? I can hear you. Can you hear oh, okay. me? We,
2: yeah, we lost Grant. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, to I was just thinking.
0: Th- I I was <laughs> just thinking about how we've. Oh, it's been a while since this has happened. Since we've had like a technical difficulty. Like, last episode, this happened a few times, and then. Like, as I saw him freeze for a second, I was like, I don't think that's what just happened. Oh, Moses is the host. I just
2: got a notification. You are the host. I I got it too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Grant, forget to pay your electricity bill again. I don't know what the
1: fuck. Come on, man. I don't know if it was Zoom or if it was my internet because Zoom and the internet went down at the exact same time. Uh, well, so. Grant, you know that,
0: you know that preamble you had at the beginning of the show, it keeps the lights on. Yeah, well, uh, y'all better start donating more money to us. Patreon.com
1: slash Thought Cops. Help us keep the internet on. As That's it turns right. out, you need the internet to do a podcast. Dire Straits.
2: That used to be me, man. Before I moved into this new place, it was like I had an Ethernet cable plugged into the shit at my house, and it's still like Damn. I would still be. It, it, yeah, it, I remember it, like, it, yeah. frozen. This shit was so annoying. Luckily, luckily, I'm in the clear somehow. No Ethernet cable. Oh, nice. Uh, Anyway, I heard that. Oh, well, well, great. You were about to deliver a very heartfelt compliment <laughs> to me before you got cut off. Yeah, I, I, I figured.
1: Well, I, do you remember what you, it was? I'll give
2: you this compliment, and then
1: uh, I guess we can move on to some voicemails. Yeah, that sounds good. The, uh, you know, uh, situational difficulties we've had here. That's okay. Um, no, I was going to say, I think one of the funniest thing, it always cracks me up every single time, and... I'm imagining you're doing this on, but you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing is when uh, you get that over the shot, over the shoulder shot of Uh a character and you see they're like, lips and their protubule yeah. <laughs> eyes that's like yeah. my favorite thing i know and every single time you include that in a comic i like get chuckled to myself
2: dude th- i it's thank like you the it is, it's the best angle it is the funniest angle it's conscious and it's a direct rip from the far side i mean i don't know if you guys oh, yeah. are fans of gary larson oh, like the, the far reading, side yeah. but never really followed it but dude he is okay we you know Kevin and I were talking about like really great manga like while we weren't recording. You guys want a really good manga, pick up The Far Side by Gary Larson. That shit is excellent manga. It's it. so good. He's like he's just like in my opinion the goat comic artist and I I used to read him a lot as a kid cuz my dad would buy like the collection books of them and I didn't really think about it until people started pointing my like commenting on my posts and saying that it was oh, this gives me far side vibes, or this looks like Gary Larson it's giving
0: far side,
2: yeah, like in a complimentary way, not like you ripped this off, right. but just like this reminds me of the far side, which I didn't, wasn't really even thinking about consciously. But, um, I mean, dude, it slips like, its way in there, it slips its way. The lips thing, the lips and the nose like peeking over it's, from it's the side, it's so is funny. Totally I just can't Gary get Larson. over it. He's the goat. Anyway, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that is that is a conscious decision. I try to slip it in as much as possible, but sometimes it's distracting, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I don't want it to oh, distract yeah. <laughs> from the... Like, right, the, the, the over-the-shoulder shot I established because it's it helps create, like, a space, like a negative space between the right. characters. But um, if it's not appropriate to include, like, the lips and nose, I'll usually leave it out. But it usually is appropriate, so... Anyway, um, you want to listen to some that, voicemails? i yeah, love to
0: get some excellent calls from some listeners. 312-788-7361 or you can always send us an audio file or an email to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com Very nice.
2: Ooh. Hello Thought Cops. This is Spaghetti Samba. The fatal flaw with the free
1: Fire Bros episode is they released a review of a children's movie, of a game made by.
0: Oh, Satan. I get what he's doing! Yeah, yeah. I think you guys should review more <laughs> anime. <Anyway.
1: laughs> okay, thank you.
3: <laughs>
2: that he sounded suspiciously like that one guest that you've had on the show. The. Uh the guy yeah. with the beard and the fedora. Yeah, Sephiroth. Source, I think he dude. was Sephiroth trying to go sort. for that. Yeah, yeah, that sounded really good. That was actually a
0: good impression of the guy. Yeah, dude,
2: he's wild, man. Talk about carving out a niche for yourself on the internet. He's one saying, of one of my great.
0: favorite content creators out. Awesome.
1: Uh, same person left another voicemail, but I think okay. this is less in character this time. I don't know. We'll see here.
0: Okay. Okay, but hey guys, it's Spaghetti For Real this time. Oh, what the fuck was real. Nintendo thinking? Making Spaghetti, not fucking Jesus Christ. Making Yoshi Baby Mode in mm. Mario Brothers. Wonder? What the fuck? Mm. Why? Why is Yoshi Baby Mode? In fact,
2: why did they make four Yoshis Baby Mode? He doesn't take any damage. That's that's bullshit. I was so excited when I saw that you could play as Yoshi, and then they took my dreams and took a shit on them. Yeah, they yeah. On my dreams. Oh, I get what he's saying about baby <laughs> so, mode. Baby mode. So, so wait, you, there's a new Mario game. Sorry, I'm like a little behind on the times. There's, I know there's a new Mario game coming out, and he said that there's baby Yoshi mode, but it's not happy with how they delivered it.
0: Yeah, I, I think. think like, yeah, in, you you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, in one of the recent Mario games, like, there's this character, Nabbit, who you okay. can play as, and he's, like, a sort of the character, like, you let your... I can picture kid... him, yeah, the Nabbit. I know yeah, you play as like, a yeah, yeah. little sibling or kid play as, and he just kind of gets to the level, you take no damage, he plays a little bit differently, you don't get all the same rewards for doing it, but it's mm. just something to kind of get you through. Uh, they brought him back from the new Mario game, and they also have, like, Yoshi playable, hmm. but if you're Yoshi, you also don't take damage, and you have, like, the, you have, like, the flutter jump from Yoshi's Island. Okay, uh, yeah, I did think that was kind of weird, actually um
1: it's a little disappointing yeah interesting.
0: I, I, I it's like Yoshi like offers a more unique way to play the game. I think what it is is because they said that Mario Luigi, Peach, Toad, and Daisy will all play exactly the same in this game. nobody's gonna have any flutter jump or special anything interesting, so I think because Yoshi is so different, they're like, well, we'll just make him honestly i
1: kind of respect that because i like luigi but i never like
2: playing as luigi he's too slippery
0: yeah he He is
2: different in the games right like it wasn't just in your head because sometimes you know people would be like oh you guys know you can unlock master chief in super smash bros but it was just like one of those word of mouth things like i always felt that way because people would be like oh you know luigi can jumps he jumps higher but then i would play the game and be like is he jumping higher, or is it he just he jumps higher? But he also jumps different.
1: Hmm. You know, he jumps different, and it throws my timing off and stuff. And I can't. Play it. I don't like
0: it.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Huh. Interesting right. decision. We'll see how it plays out. I trust so let's Nintendo. Play out this voicemail.
2: Hello, thought cops.
1: I am leaving this message on behalf of my supreme leader, Harris Beetle Moses. <laughs> I would like to make a formal statement that I
3: think he is very cool okay. and that he is not bigoted against Filipinos. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything I'm supposed to say. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: All right, that I mean, that's, that's fair. You did also bring up Filipinos earlier. I did bring up Filipinos
2: earlier, which makes it look oh, yeah. like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Something as laughs> Just your I'm not actually bigoted towards bag. Filipino people. Actually, one of my closest friends is Filipino. I
0: love and, I and that which also makes me about, sound bad. What's you that? You and Zach talk about Filipino people a lot.
2: It's kind of become sort of like the punchline joke where if somebody's saying something like if somebody, if we're talking about somebody who's saying something racist and it's like, you know, they were talk you know, they were saying some really mean things about, and we would just be like, Filipinos. But because it's like, what nobody says anything about Filipino people. They're just like totally nice. Like, it's like, I mean, like, I'm sure some people, some do, people but, are you know. racist towards them probably, but it's just a very, it's kind of a lull so random, like, race of people to, to point at because they're just, it's they're very just specific. People. Yeah. It's very yeah. niche. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, thank you for the
1: voicemail. Uh, you need to make some friends with um, some um, fucking, uh, I forget, whatever. It doesn't matter. Next I'm pretty voicemail.
2: sure that was one of our patrons because I did mention that I was going on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, better we leave got like
1: voicemail 10 voicemails, voicemails all oh, over. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. geez. All right. Okay. Bunch, yeah. So this is number four. Got it. Hey, boys. Just calling in to say hey. I know who
3: this is. Hope you're having a good evening. Got a question for all three of you. Halloween's coming up. What's mm. the perfect costume? Mm.
1: Oh, That's It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Right to that point. That was yeah, trash. Grant, you're having a
0: Grant's having a Halloween party this well for close friends. Okay. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, listen you're to not this? all
1: invited just because you no. listen to the show.
0: No, you got to do a podcast <laughs> with the guy getting in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be.
1: Grant, do you know what you're going to be? No, not yet. I've made a list. I have about 10 options. Uh, the oh, best wow. costume
2: is the cheapest to put together. Mm, I the agree cheapest with
1: that. and the funniest.
2: Yeah, I like yeah. funny costumes. My girlfriend is really into Halloween. I love Halloween too. We we were talking about, we're bouncing around ideas. I think we're thinking about doing uh, Mike. Michael Myers and uh Lori what's her name? Yeah from Movie Halloween. Lori Please And uh yeah but that I don't even know if that's going to be the final product. But also Kevin, I know that you your, your girlfriend is also into costuming too, right? Doesn't she Yeah, do like m-
0: much more than I am. Yeah, we went to uh Shrek Fest. That's and a- <laughs> then she she had a, a Ray Ayanami cosplay from Evangelion. Uh-huh. And that's like cool. You know, she was uh, gonna like get these like Shrek overalls for the for the event, and then they ended up like getting lost in the mail. And she's like, "Well, now what I'm going to wear?" And she's like, "I'm like, you bought that Evangelion cosplay, just just for that." (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. Wear random fucking to to the Shrek
2: Fest. That's honestly, it was probably probably a big hit, honestly. And I
0: feel like also like when you're in a relationship, you kind of get—is this correct, guys? You kind of get like locked into the couple's costume.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's very real. I don't know if it's like a lock in, but it's definitely like that needs to be priority number one. Is you there's an expectation? That. You don't yes. go like, yeah. There's the expectation, and you at least have to address yeah, it. it. To, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You're not gonna. You make I'm gonna be uh, yeah. Ultraman, and you're gonna. You could be whatever the fuck. <laughs> you could <can laughs> be whatever the hell you want. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Which is kind of funny in and of itself. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Thank you, Travkins, um, for the question.
0: That's great. Question. Cheapest,
2: cheapest costume, but
1: also funniest. Like I think one of my favorite ones was uh, I tied a T-shirt around my head and cut holes in it and called myself Batman. I wore a Batman shirt. It, w- it was the worst. Thing. That's that's uh, shitty, dude. I remember but, when
0: you were you were Fat Mac from It's Always Sunny. That was, that was a good because co- yeah. you were, like I don't know if it was intentional, but you did gain the weight. <laughs>
1: that was uh, that was an ongoing joke. Was uh, people kept saying Oh, Fat Mac," and I would be like. No, it was just Mac. <laughs> uh, no, I. That was during uh That was definitely during a bulking season, a beefy uh, period, it or not. And I was sort of like, I was hamming it up a little. I was, you know, holding the shirt up, sort of sticking the gut out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was at my biggest at that point, so it worked out. You got to play it up. You got to play it up. Uh, next voice. Let's play that next voicemail. Let's hear it. Hey, this is uh Kellen McSmellon. Uh, just had a question for Harris. Also a page. Sure. Um, just wondering why I got stood up. I was waiting at them boy hooters for like an hour.
3: I don't know where, where I come from, at least. I think it it means something when, uh, pick your thumb up someone's ass. So, yeah,
2: really hurt, man. Where were you? <laughs>
0: What the, what the fuck happened, man? Kellen,
2: dude, I'm sorry, man. You know, I totally forgot that I was supposed to be on this podcast and I did not mean to stand you up at the femboy hooters. I did, We could have uh, we could have met I'll up and recorded. The show. I like it slipped my mind. I'm all over the place, Kellen. Please, baby, don't don't, don't leave me. Uh, I love
1: God. that Some of these voicemails are giving the vibe of like Leaving like a prank phone call to like embarrass your friend with. and it's I just know. Like, yeah, well, it's yeah. funny.
2: I did. I did just like message them. I I sent a message and I was like, hey, leave a leave a, leave a voicemail on here because I'm going to be on here because I was. I would be really I embarrassed if the thumb up his ass. Thing. Well, I was more afraid that I was going to hop on here and they're going to be. You're going to be like, yeah, we put out an open call for voicemails, but uh, no one seemed to care, so we didn't get any <laughs> Listen, voicemails. That, is, that so. is
0: an indictment of us, not the guest.
2: That well, that's yeah. why I was like, guys, you better call in because I don't want to be embarrassed. That nobody gives a shit no, that's about no, my no, that appearance. Is, no, well, um, Uh-oh. if you have no further words, we can okay, yeah, let's let's hear it.
0: Go on to the aqua. Actual... <sighs> not be Excuse more excited. Me. I'm, I'm
2: so classic, sorry. podcast, I feel material. like it. A-
1: I feel like I don't yawn all day and then we start recording these episodes and You're I'm clumsy. trying to hide yawns left and right. I don't You know don't, why. me too actually. It's like really? I don't know
0: what it is, man. Something about man. sitting
1: down and speaking for an hour and it's a an half, hour, and it'll do it to you. Yeah. yeah. It'll do yeah. it to you. Yo Harris, it's your boy Young Dick, aka the human refrigerator. Huh. I was just wondering when you and Yola are going to release that whole album that you teased us with mm. with that one fucking video of you in Pennsylvania. We need the fucking tracks,
2: brother. Peace. Great voicemail. Yeah, Zach and I did record and Dude, and film a music video for a I song. I saw that while like, I was in
0: I wanted to ask you about that and I'll ask you briefly you had when was the last time you'd seen Zach in person before that visit?
2: Yeah, a long time. Like college. Because we were we were buddies in college and that was probably like close to a decade ago, you know, like maybe eight or nine years ago. So
1: was he as nude back then as he is now? Yeah, he
2: always has been into just into (laughs) showing people his balls like unprompted. (laughs) He always has been doing that. That's not Uh a new thing. And but uh, yeah, but it's also funny. It was funny to see him in person because it's like, you know, you I'm guys short. are like this is, too because you're you're very short. He's like no, five. We're the, we're the yeah. He's like five, <laughs> he's like four nine. He, he's like Snooky. Uh, no, we're like the same height. But it, it's funny actually when we first like saw each other in person. The first thing we both did was kind of just like which one of us is taller. But we actually are about the same height. But I mean, I, you guys are like this too. I'm sure because you guys are business partners. Like we're talking every day. You know, I see his face like every day. So when I actually. Went to go see him in person. It didn't feel like, oh my god, I haven't seen you in years. It was just like, bro, this is fresh. But yeah, we filmed a lot of good like IRL material. And uh, one of the things that we did while we were out there was record that that song. And and it was like all in a 24 hour period that we recorded it. Uh, we had Frank Jabsy mix it for us. Like we we had I, we had the beat and the bars, and then but it sounded like shit. And then we sent it over to Frank Jabsy, and he made it sound like really good. And then like the next morning, first thing in the morning, we woke up and we went down to the river to like film the music video for it. So it was like all in the same day. It was really fun. It's great. Filming stuff, IRL, you guys are lucky that you're in the same place. It is it's just a different beast. You know, you get a different product from it. Those, for sure. We yeah. haven't
1: filmed anything in a long time, but you should. Skits we'll are see. coming back we'll in see. a big way. Skit hop on the skit train right now. I don't think that you're wrong. Um, but that that'll be That'll be decided in the coming days. In the coming days, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, we've done a lot of like man on the street type stuff, and it's like always wanted to do more, and maybe maybe we will. I don't Why know. Not? Branch out. Um, speaking of branching out, this is the last voicemail. Let's hear it.
3: Yo, what's up, gang? Shout out, Beetle Moses. <laughs> Just have a question. When is the number one platinum
1: Billboard single Muzzy coming to albums like vinyl,
2: what a vinyl, okay. CDs,
1: like cassettes? I'm talking it all, the whole works. When is it coming? I need
0: it
2: now. <laughs> a lot of requests for yeah, a big uh. A lot of requests Requested for either. the song. Yeah, no, Uh I mean, we definitely want to record more. It, it was really fun. Zach has been, I mean, I love making music, but I don't love posting music. It's just not like my thing. You know what I mean? They're two different things. Yeah. I like having music and just letting it sit on the hard drive, and I'm usually not confident enough to actually put it out there. But Zach... I don't know if you just go to Yolo Swag Studios, like his solo YouTube channel, most of his material is like songs, like parody songs, right? And they get a lot of, they got a lot of views when he was putting them up yeah, there. M- so, Mr.
0: Gay Guy was a big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mr. <laughs> Gay Guy. There's
2: a ton of wacky ones on there. Honestly, you could like, he has like hours worth of like parody song material. So he's very big into like, bro, we should be putting more stuff out. And he's kind of, he was the one that sort of, you know, Twisted my arm to record the bars to record for Muzzy and all that stuff. So w- there will be more stuff down the pipeline. It's kind of like a, you know, a is, push and pull is, between the two of us. Is
1: Muzzy a reference to those old uh, French commercials? From, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was a reference to, I mean, I had to watch in uh, elementary school for Spanish class. They would put on cartoons for Muzzy, which was supposed yeah, to help me yeah. learn how to, yeah. It had There's that a, like schoolhouse rock
1: aesthetic sort of a little bit that like, Penciled in, sort yes, of whatever.
2: yes, yeah, not quite squiggle vision, but he's referenced in a bar of the track. Was there, Muzzy? If you'd
0: like to. I'm gonna look at what this looks like. I think I'm confusing Muzzy and Babar.
2: He looks like it, no, he's, oh, yeah, Babar's yeah. Great. Muzzy was like this blue green, f- like furry Sasquatch looking creature or something, yeah. right? Like, that. okay, oh, this yeah, is one I'm, of I'm the Golden this. Girls
1: did a commercial for this,
2: yeah, he was uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. There he is. It looks exactly like what I remembered him to look like. But uh, yeah, we had, we used to have to watch this in, in Spanish class. So uh, I didn't retain any of it, unfortunately, but I am relearning Spanish because my girlfriend is a Spanish speaker. Uh, But uh, Filipino, she's not Filipino. (laughs) No. Yeah. Uh, She is, uh, she's Colombian, but but that's uh that's sort of why it's like referenced in the song honestly. You can check it out if you want to hear the Muzzy reference it's in the it's in the song under our cold cuts YouTube channel. You can look that awesome. up.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and check that out. You guys have been putting out some great stuff.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Have uh, you been
0: using Duolingo?
2: I haven't recently. Like I was I on a using it. I was on a kick. It does help, but um Honestly, I mean, there's really no better practice than actually somebody like speaking to you in Spanish. So my girl and her family speak a lot of Spanish and that has actually helped me kind of like pick up a lot well, more of sure, what's yeah. going on. But like yeah. her grandpa, for example, is like this very old, well, he's not super old, but he's like an old with a really raspy voice, this Venezuelan guy. And he's got a really strong accent. And he talks super fast and he's someone. So if he's speaking to me in Spanish and he only speaks Spanish, I'm like, eh, I do not know what you I can't tell what he's saying, but like yeah. her, her, Angie, her sister and her mom all have a way of speaking Spanish, which is really like, it's like Hollywood Spanish. It's like very easy to understand. So okay. that helps for practicing, but there's a lot of different, you know, dialects and like right, accents right. and that makes it a little bit more complicated. I always wished I was bilingual. So I'm working towards it.
1: Perhaps one day. Perhaps one day. Grant, what are you well, trying to learn? Spanish. i'm going okay. to spain next month oh that's oh that's figure. right yeah i forgot I'll about that learn a little of their language that's yeah. very fun
0: well if that inspired you guys give us a call 312-788-7361 or send us an audio file at thought podcast at gmail.com a lot of good stuff there uh I'm always love to hear from a lot of new people new audience so thank you harris for bringing that to us uh, Harris, check out Cold Cuts with Beetle or uh, with uh, Yellow Swag Studios and Beetle Moses. Uh, maybe one day we'll be back on the show. Yeah, we guys gonna have yeah. Vouchon for the thirty seventh time. I know, no, no, <laughs>
2: we'd love to have you back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we. Uh, I think like what we're also trying to do is like revamp. We want to get into animations more again. Like we were doing some, we were on a kick of animating for a while there too, which I think really also like. Showcases some of our skill sets. We can do voices. And we I am, do a lot of impressions. Uh, yeah. Well, what comes with that is that we'd love to have other people on for and for, for like voice acting. So I actually think there there might be a chance that we're cutting slightly back on our podcasts to make room for for okay, more for animations. Sure, yeah. I think that might be what season two is gonna look like a bit. So the podcast isn't going anywhere, but I know that we want to like start putting out more polished material like that, mm-hmm. and you guys will a hundred percent have a place on those as well. Yeah, cool, man. Well, yeah, we uh,
0: we got we get a shining role in the upcoming Shrek two retold, so that we could yeah yeah. yeah anyway, I think, so that'd be great, along with like <laughs> hundreds of other people. But yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> awesome.
2: Uh, well, look, I had a great time, guys. Yeah, I had, no, I no, think I I time thanks for dropping man. in. the oh, show, oh, Love coming on. Always a pleasure. Always. Where where can
0: people find Druzy? and where can people can find you?
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, my at is beetle Moses, beetle, like the bug and Moses, like the biblical figure uh, on pretty much every platform, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on blue sky. I'm on Twitch where I do these drawing classes that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Druzy, you'll be able to find pretty much at the header or like my, it's my pinned tweet. It's my pinned Instagram post. It's right there, the link for it. Uh, it's on my web store so you can download it there if you want to check it out Um, it's actually also available on the Patreon as well to Patreon subscribers you can read it through there if you wanted to subscribe to Cold Cuts patreon.com slash cold cuts but yeah just give me a follow if this is your first time I guess hearing from me I'd love if you checked out some of my comics I have a whole troth of them waiting for you on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all those other platforms
0: it's been wonderful seeing you just become like so inundated by the internet because the first time we <laughs> had you on you were like so deer in the headlights with all the like, what are, you know and then all of a sudden you got the podcast wow. got you drawn some more I feel like you said he twists your arm to like uh, do the music and stuff. I feel like he does twist your arm a lot, but then it ends up like working out at the end. He
2: does. Yeah. I think that's what I, what I kind of needed. And it's why Zach is a very, he's very dear to me is because like, he was the one that really told me bluntly, like what I should be doing. You know what I mean? And I think like, I saw him succeeding doing what he's doing, which was in a similar path to what I wanted to be doing. And, uh, That's why I think it was really it was a really important part. Like you know what I mean? Like just over a year ago, starting that for me, and now so much has changed, but not much has changed. You know what I mean? Like I still feel like you know, like my 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 circle has grown a little bit, but you know, like you guys have been there pretty much from the jump, right? Like Zach has been there from the beginning, and Mm -hmm. and some in House of Decline, and like some of these other figures along the way, so. It's been fun. It's been great. You know, I'm trying not to get too internet poisoned. But like the best part of it is being able to take breaks. Yeah, taking breaks. But the best part of it is talking to people like you, you know, we're all in the same. Yeah, man. uh,
0: That's what's like so great about like doing this kind of stuff is like getting to talk to a lot of like cool, creative people doing like all different kinds of stuff. It's true. Maybe we'll have somebody on soon who doesn't do a comic. Maybe yeah. maybe like yeah. a musician or something or something different, you know? Yeah, honestly, cool.
1: I've I've been thinking more in terms of like who can we get on that will be interesting and will fit the bill of the show, but also be different. Cause yeah, I mean, I think the comic stuff has been cool. I feel like before it was a lot of also just like an online person a Mm -hmm. comedian person and that's cool too but also it's like i don't know there's so much shit out there and so many people to talk to oh yeah i reached out to a number of people that are like you know do stuff that are sort of way outside the bounds of like what we typically you know do um and uh haven't heard
0: back from a lot of them but um Hmm. I mean gotta, yeah I think
1: I think that would be good. It's also
0: you know? been a while since we had like anybody from the Chicago comedy scene. It's been That's like, true, true. Since pre uh pre-hiatus actually.
2: That'd be great. Yeah, I mean yeah. having some of those guys. I mean, I don't know if you've already contacted this guy, but if I I, I definitely would love to put this guy's name in your head if you have if you don't follow yeah. him already, but Frank Jeff C, the guy who I mentioned, who mixed our, he's our been on thing. our, uh, he's been on our roster, I think, for kind of a while, dude. Um, he is, he was, he's like a great podcast guest. He's re- he's really funny. Okay, he's cool, quick, cool. and he's like, there's no dead air when you have Frank on. He's always gonna, he has like very funny like thoughts and questions and stuff. And he's also and he did like the Simpsons wave shit. Simpsons right? wave. Yeah. He's just, he's just actually like a really interesting like music like musician and internet figure. He is like he's extremely talented and he's very humble about it. But uh, he's super funny and I would love, I would love for you guys to talk if you have it, especially because maybe yay. that'll be
0: next episode. Yeah, we'll just it, put I, us in touch. We'll I, th- I would,
2: yeah, I think absolutely he would, he would go for it. And um, it's gonna be really
0: embarrassing if he doesn't after <laughs> oh after God. all this.
2: Just no, next no. Episode, I think, uh, no, I think, no, I think he, Do I think nah, he would. No. We, I mean, we like we frank and i have talked a bunch he's a, he's a really good guy i think he would definitely come on the show and um
0: okay cool yeah
2: i think he'd be a great guest. i think
1: you
0: guys would hit it I'm off down. for sure yeah I'm down. Yeah,
1: he's been on a number of podcasts that we're familiar with
0: also
2: so excellent
0: a lot, a lot of great people out there uh but let's just wrap it up here again yeah. uh harris thank you so much for coming on the show always a pleasure absolutely guys
2: thank you for having me yeah, yeah if you guys want to support
0: fun. the show uh patreon.com slash thought cops or leave us a voicemail that's free 312-788-7361 we'll see you on the other side see you space cop